Have you ever wondered why it seems God isn't working in your life? What if he wants to work, but the problem is with us? We invite you to join us today for a Closer Walk Roundtable discussion as we look at Acts chapter 5. So they specifically look at, um, you know, you have this, and utopia is the wrong word, but utopia where everybody's getting along, everybody's, you know, wanting to look out for each other, you know, those that have are giving to those that have not. Those, mm-hmm. those that have the, the means to be able to sell lands or sell property or sell whatever that they have in order to be able to in, in encourage everyone to be together and be able to, to survive and for the church to grow. And then you have Ananias and Sapphira. Did I say it right? Very good. Um, they come in. No, it's Ananias. You're right. They come in. And they want to be a part of it, except they want recognition for being a part of it, and they want to hold some back. Now, they didn't have to be a part of it, and they could have just been, you know, been part of the church and grow up. They didn't have to sell this plot of land. They, did, they weren't punished because they sell, sold the plot of land, and they weren't punished because they wanted to keep the proceeds for the plot of land. They were punished because they lied to the Holy Ghost. They grieved the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Because they sat there and they wanted to say, hey, look at what we did. We sold this and here's all the money from, here's all the proceeds. And we wanted to give it to the church because we think you're doing a wonderful thing. I look at it a little right. I look at it a little bit differently, and, and I'm not saying you're you're just you're wrong or I'm right. So you can't just take chapter five out without the, the context of what's going on. So in chapter four, God is working. Yes, yeah. and it has been since chapter two, right? The Spirit is moving. People are getting saved. The church is growing, and and they're being in chapter four. Uh, the, the disciples are arrested. They're beaten. They're threatened and told not to preach the name of Jesus. They go back instead of saying, oh, woe is me. They go back and they, they tell the church. The church falls in their face and they pray before God. The Holy Spirit comes. The entire place shakes and they all, and they don't, they don't, they, they don't, and they don't pray for, for relief from the persecution. They pray for boldness. And it says at the beginning of, uh, or it says just before chapter 5, verse 33, um, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. So God is working. And it, it starts to talk about at the end how they sold their possessions. And uh, it says, uh, verse 32, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul, and neither was any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. Now, verse 34 says, neither was there any among them that lacked. Right. So it goes on and talks about how people were, were if they had, if they had uh, money, or not money, but they had land, they were selling it. Uh, didn't say that the, the apostles called for it. Right. People right. were just yeah. doing it. But if anytime you, you, you look in scripture and somebody, and, and somebody did something like that, for the most part, like a, a movement, uh, back in, was it uh, God put in the hearts for people to give? Right. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the Holy Spirit, yeah, like, like the Spirit was speaking to people and, right. and causing them to do something. And I believe that Ananias and Sapphira were, were convicted of the Holy Spirit to do it. And they said, okay, God, we're going to do this. But then... Okay, I can, I can 
I can see it, it just doesn't specifically say it. So I guess I was giving them well, the benefit of the. Uh, so well, I'm I'm t- I'm, t- I'm looking at the whole picture because, for me, the reason that God was God was so so harsh, right? Because man, people have done worse things and grieved the Holy Spirit. Uh, it, people have done worse things than what they did, right? And and they weren't punished like this. I mean, they bam. Dead, dropped dead right there. It talks about great fear coming. Why? Why was it so harsh? And I believe it was because God was working, God was moving, and their sin was going to stop the movement of God. Well, the only reason, well, right, but and, I don't know that. Well, it says they. It didn't say they lied to, to them. They lied to the Holy Spirit. Right. So. That's, and, that's, that, that, and that's what, so... But in, in, chapter, in verse 4, mm-hmm. Peter says, Whilst it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? So, to me, what he's saying is, the land was yours, this, this property was yours, mm-hmm. and when you sold it, the money was still yours. You didn't have to choose to give some of this. So, that's where, I'm, that's where I, I didn't see it necessarily... As- as the Holy Ghost commanding, demanding of them to sell it. If you, it was as soon as they made the decision to proclaim that they gave all. Right. But does the Holy Spirit ever demand anything of us or command anything of us? Or the Holy Spirit just puts it in our heart for us to be led by the Spirit and our hearts to be tender towards the Spirit? Well, And, and, that, and that brings me back to... So, so my my Bible has had several uh, references. Like you go look at other places, and every one was it was where they made a vow to 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 God. And if you do, and God yeah. looks at the vows that we make, and that's one of the reasons why I went where I did with it is is if they, they made a vow to God, they said, "Okay, Lord, we're going to do this." But then, as a Satan entered thine heart uh, to to lie to the Holy Spirit. He he tempted them, right? Something something came over them. They got that money in their hand. Like this is a lot more. You know, it's a whole lot different to say you're gonna do something, and now I've got to give all this over to them. And you know, we can just put this away, and they'll never know. But they've already made that vow to God, and and because and and they do it, and 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 in fact, it wasn't just him doing it. She knew he did it, right. and she covered it. That's why they both were killed. But and the reason I say that that it talks about how great fear came upon all of them. It says, uh, verse twelve, and by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. God's still working. Why? Because sin was dealt with. Yeah. And and continues on and it says, of the rest, there's no man joined himself to them, but the people magnified and people were afraid not of what was going to happen or not what had happened, but but uh, they were they were afraid to be aligned with them because of, of the persecution. and But it goes on, verse 14, and the believers were more added to the Lord multitudes, both men, both of men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick. And they were they were bringing people in. Why? Because the Spirit of God is still working, still moving. And so much so, you get to, the, it, then this, it all ties it together. Yeah. You get to, you get to the end where the Pharisees are, we, we got to do something. They're, we told them to stop preaching, we beat them, we let them go, and then, the next day they're out there preaching again. What are we going to do? And and they they, they have they have this meeting. And Gamaliel says, "Hey, listen, if this isn't of God, it's going to end. But if it's of God, we're not going to stop it." Well, and and it just the, the the only thing that could have stopped it was sin. 
and grieving and the grieving of the Holy Spirit. Right. And, and that's and that's and that's I guess where I came from came away with it. Well, the, the Old Testament example of that is we go back to Joshua, Joshua and, and Ai. And, yeah. yeah, and Ai. You know, one person took of the forbidden stuff, hidden it, hid it in the tent, and they got destroyed at the next little battle. And it was a little battle. Yeah, it was a little city. They said, oh, we don't need to send everybody. Right. Yeah, we'll send a few. And then they ran. The first time Jews, the, they, Israel lost the battle. Yeah, and so I guess, you know, in that case, you know, God had commanded them, don't take anything. And so, yeah, you could see that, okay, God had put it in their hearts, sell the land, give it to the church, and they directly disobeyed what God was wanting them to do. And the reason I say, if it was just them trying to trick the, the disciples, the Peter, you know, then well, then how then how were they sitting against the Holy Ghost? They, it, but they, they it wasn't just... It, it wasn't just they, against. Well, they were doing it for. They ultimately. I, don't think that, I honestly think they did it out of greed more than they did it out of. Uh, but <laughs> if it was if it was deception of the people, then that's not. So, they're not deceiving the Holy Ghost, and not that they deceived them anyways, right? They, but but it was more that they they lied to him, and so how they lied to him, and the only way I can see is if, just like God put it in Barnabas's heart. Just like God put it in the other's heart, where they were all of one heart, one spirit, one mind. The spirit is the Holy Spirit. I believe it was it was the Spirit of God that was moving them to do that. But somehow, not not somehow, but but they they gave in to the temptation that Satan put in the heart. Are we still being recorded? Oh yeah. <laughs> and, okay. Given that, welcome to uh, the roundtable discussion. Uh, I did. I did want to put everything out there, and then not have anything left for us. Oh no, we'll keep going. But uh, so, so we're going to be in Acts chapter five this evening. That's going to be our topic of conversation. Uh, this is Dan Kimball. Um, I'm pastor. Do everything around here. Yeah, pastor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's Dan. He's he's our everything. Do everything guy. I'm 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 the one day a week guy. I'm I'm Pastor Rob Richards, and and this is our this is our newbie, our probie. <laughs> I, I'm James Damon. I, I'm the new deacon of the church and the sound booth guy. <laughs> uh, so we hope you find the uh, discussion tonight uh, interesting, and uh, I hope the uh, Lord's able to work in your life as a result of this. So before we go any further, Pastor Rob, you want to open us in prayer? Absolutely. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day, for this opportunity uh, to sit around your word and just to, to discuss or to study, uh, Lord, to try to, to sharpen one another uh, with your word. I, I ask, Lord, that you would give us understanding and open up our eyes. I pray, Lord, that uh, that we could glorify you in all that we do. And, and, and God, I pray that you might uh, help those that listen to this, uh, that it might be a blessing to them, that it might strengthen them, encourage them. Uh, Lord, uh, we ask for your help, Lord, because we need it. And uh, Lord, we trust that you'll be faithful to your word. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, so, I guess I kind of view it the same way that you do. I just view it, I, I never looked at why, when they chose to sell the land, whether or not, at that point in time, whether or not it was they were going against um, God's commandment, it was when they made the decision to keep the money back, and they still wanted to give some of it and lie. And, and at that point in time, 
they're trying to de deceive, they are trying to deceive the Holy Ghost in that. They're lying, they're, they're lying in what their commitment, their commitment level to the new church is, to, to, to what the teachings are, and just creating such a threat to what it could be to be able to stop the movements and stop the works of God. So that's kind of where I, I kind of looked at it. And that, that, that was one of the reasons why I, I was always looking at it. Like they were, yes, they were being, they abs it was absolutely greed. They wanted to be able to hold a little bit, but it was also, they were craving the, because if it, if it was just greed, they would have just kept the money or kept the land. But they wanted the recognition too. They want the, they wanted to. Well, there's there's a couple different things that could have happened, right? They could have already. They could have said, that, you know, whether whether other people were doing it, and they jumped on the bandwagon and said, "Hey, we're going to do this too." And then they realized how much money they were going to get for the land, and they thought, "Well, you know, we don't have to tell everybody how much we made." Right. So, but to save face, we're going to go ahead and give this much, and we'll keep this much back. It could have been that the that the it was all going to be a there would be exceptions, but. But for again, for me, the reason you, know, you look at—it's—it's it's interesting. They put uh, verse thirty-six uh, of chapter of chapter uh, four says, "And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, that's the Barnabas and Paul that you see with Paul later, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and out of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the at the apostles' feet." Now, why would somebody do something like that? Holy Spirit spoke to him. Uh, is it is it possible? It's not recorded, right? That, that that the Spirit of God told them to do this, uh, but but it, it's does the Holy Spirit speak to us in certain ways and lead us to do things and to help in certain areas or to or right. do we just do that out of our own compassion and love for others? Because because <laughs> I'll be honest, if if it's of the flesh and not of the Spirit of God. Um, but there aren't that many compassionate people out there that would sell the property and just give it away. I, I, I believe that the Holy Spirit led Barnabas to do that. Yeah. And probably led the other the others to do that. And uh, and and when because it says that they lied to the Holy Spirit, that's why I believe that he probably told that they were saved, they were a part of the church. Um, they just weren't filled with the spirit. Um, there was they were they allowed their flesh to control them and Satan Satan got a hold of them. So, so that being said, um, let's make it practical. How, how does this affect us if the Holy Spirit leads us to do something and we don't do it, uh, or we say we're going to do it and we don't keep the vows that we that we said? I haven't seen too many people die lately, but I don't believe God is going to treat us all in that manner. I believe it happened here specifically as a uh, kind of as a as a warning sign and and. Because we made the, an example. Uh, yeah. Well, an example was made was made out of them, but but you have to remember the, the setting this is in. Right. I'm like framing my Bible here, but the setting this was in, and and this is the beginning of the church and the move of the church, and, and the Spirit was working, and to grieve the Spirit in at the very beginning would have been exactly what Satan wanted to do, yeah. and and uh, so in doing this and, and and getting them to lie to the Holy Spirit. Uh, he was going to limit what what God what what God meant to do in that first those first few months after after Pentecost, and but God dealt with it like that, <laughs> and 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 when He did, it allowed the Spirit to continue to work, 
Um, so if that's the case, if us grieving the Spirit, or if their grieving of the Spirit can limit what God could do back then, does it do that now? I'm just thinking, you know, it's like, you know, what, what could God be doing in our churches now mm. yeah. if, you know, if we weren't grieving the Spirit? And... <clears throat> We were talking. Yeah. About, okay. how, yeah, many, how many different ways do we limit? How many different ways do we limit God? Because right. we won't get out of our own way, get out, get out of our own feelings, and well, not let our flesh control us. Right, and, and and do what the Holy Ghost asked us to do. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I the the notes that I have here is going back to Luke eighteen nine through fourteen, the Pharisee and the plebeian. You know, publican. Publican, publican, jeez. <laughs> no, I've never heard of a plebeian before. <laughs> so, but it's I, not I mean, in scripture. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the new the, James version. The James, the, the James James version. So, but I, I mean, are 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 we sitting here pounding our you know? making the calls to God and making a show to God. I mean, you talked mm. about it this past Sunday, you know, right. when we're offering our prayer up to God. Are we actually praying to God or are we making, ha you know, having a little concert for people to watch our actions right. to... Hear our word, our speech. To, to hear our speech, to get our reward now. And, oh, you know, oh, that was such a wonderful prayer and how holy are you? And there's nothing holy about it no. I, and, and it fell on deaf ears because it didn't mean anything right yeah yep. well, i wonder the same thing you know, as i'm leading services and things because it's like i love singing and so to get up there and lead the singing i'm up there just because i love singing you know but i get concerned you know that people say oh you know you know dan's up there up front you know, look at dan you know it's like that's not why I'm up there. You're... Hey, I'm up there dancing while I'm playing the saxophone. <laughs> I, I dancing you, I, to the Lord. I thought you just forgot to go to the bathroom before you got there. <laughs> no, I was enjoying it. It's been a while since I played. <laughs> uh, you know, it, I, I, you know, we, we talk about revival and what revival mm -hmm. would be, and it, it is a move of the spirit. Um, but when I say move of the spirit, I don't mean some kind of, of emotional where we all just get excited. It's where we all get convicted. You know, it, revival starts in the heart of a Christian who is cold, uh, who has grown weary, uh, who is ready to give up, ready to quit. Uh, when the Bible says quicken me, uh, David said quicken me back in the book of Psalms, he's talking about being revived. Um, and we, we look at revival uh, and I don't think in the way that God did um, sometimes, and we need to be careful because revival is always going to cost us something. And the truth is, if we if we're honest with ourselves, just like we've talked about prayer, sometimes I I, in my, I pray and I, I like I said on on, on Sunday, I, even if nobody else is around, it's just me reciting my complaints to myself. It, and and I have been I have been doing my best to take those few moments uh, or minutes, depending on. Uh, no, most likely moments because if I sit there too long, my head bowed, my eyes closed, and the other I may fall asleep. Uh, uh -huh. You uh, said it, we didn't. That's all right. Um, but uh, I, but uh, I take a few moments to just 
to, to just consciously, okay, I'm coming into the presence of God. God, I need your help. I don't deserve to be here. I thank you for Christ, you know, for Christ. And, and so that I can pray. But but in all that, if if I've got unconfessed sin, if if I'm living my own life in, in the way I want to do, and against the the will of God, I can I can, you know, think about that all I want. The Bible says if I regard iniquity in my heart, He doesn't hear me, yeah. so it doesn't do me any good. Um, I think it, we have grown accustomed to walking in the flesh and, and allowing our not, not necessarily being filled and, and living and walking in the Spirit. Um, and I say that because back in, in, in Acts chapter 6, um, which is a couple of chapters, or the next chapter, um, he says, choose you out, seven men full of the Holy Ghost. Well, how are they going to find seven men full of the Holy Ghost? They could recognize it in people's lives. So stop and think. And, and I don't, how many Christians do you know that you would point to and say, that man is full of the Holy Ghost? I know. And, and don't point, say any names. I don't want to. But, well, we can point all we want right now. Right, no, they see can't it. see. In the, uh, <laughs> but, you, know, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. you know, it's, and nobody's perfect, and the, the people, you can walk, be full of the Holy Ghost and walking in the Spirit, uh, but how many times are Christians just walking in the flesh? And if one Christian is walking in the flesh, or five Christians are walking in the flesh, they come to church, and they're not there because they, uh, they want to praise God, they're there, you know, how much does that limit the church service? Um, right. And how much does that limit what God's doing? Um, uh, somebody who's walking the flesh isn't going to be able to lead anybody to the Lord. Somebody who's walking the flesh isn't going to be, um, you know, they, they, they're not going to be pleasing to God, right? And, and so we're talking about this, that they, they, they may have been led in the Spirit at one point, but they, they were walking the flesh when they came, to, when they came into Peter with, with, right. with half, half, of, uh, half the check. Did, did, does it say the exact amount? No, it just says that, the, that, uh, they, that he said it was a certain amount, and the Holy Spirit had told him, told Pete, you know, revealed to Peter that it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't all of it. Yeah. Which, make sure you give your entire offering, the Holy Spirit might reveal to Rob that you held that in part of the bag. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I, I want I want I wonder how much more God would do, and, and you read about some of these old time preachers and right. and man, God just worked through those through them. They were just tools. They're just men. They weren't perfect, but through through prayer and and it doesn't even not they were they weren't even all preachers. You know, they were just men of God who God blessed and used. And I think man, why isn't used me like that? Okay, that's scary. When I really been to think about right, it, yeah. you know. Okay, then and then I need to stop. Okay, Lord, if there's something here, show me. Um, and I, well, God, God doesn't work like that anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> if He doesn't, again, why not? You know, it, it's going to come down to it's us. It's hardness of the heart. It's grieving the Holy Spirit. It's God getting in the way. <laughs> yeah, it is. How easy is it today to grieve the Holy Spirit? Um, if you think about it, he, he indwells us. Everything that we do, everywhere we go, he's there with us. Right. Every, uh, every, uh, everything that we say, he's he's in on that conversation. Everything that we watch, everything that we read, everything that we put into our bodies, or, or you know, it, he is there. Um, and most of the time, we think of God as being far, far away. And, and and yes, we know that he can see everything, but no, he's there. And you know, I, I think about you know. Back, back when I was running away from the Lord, uh, before I came back to the Lord, all the places I went, all the things that I did, Holy Spirit was there with me. And I can imagine what it would have felt 
dragged my mom to some of those places. Hey, mom, yeah. go to the bar. Come with me. I'd been embarrassed as all get out to take my mom or my dad, uh, both Christian. You know, I wouldn't even tell them that I went to those places, right. but I took God with me. Yep. And how much did I grieve God at those in those times? And and a real revival, if if, it, if 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 we ever see it, and I believe we can see it on a personal level. I believe we can even see it on a church-wide level if 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 you find a group of people. Um, and we may, who knows what God could do. I'm not saying God couldn't bring statewide or nationwide revival. He could, if that's what that's his will. Right. Um, but it, it comes down to, um, we're going to have to understand and, and, and really take a close look at our life in accordance to the will of God. And that's going to take a whole lot more study of the word of God and, looking, and asking God to reveal to us, okay, Lord, you show me how I'm supposed to live. Like David says, you know, I want to walk in your path. Reveal this stuff to me. Um, David didn't do everything right either. Um, but uh, I just, I, my desire is that, that, that we don't live in the movement of God. Uh, and if you go to the end of the chapter. Yep. I was going to say, you're talking about David, and that amazes me at times. You know, the, you know, he's, scripture says he's a man after God's own heart, and yet scripture shows us where he's fallen, where he's sinned, and things. It's like, but it also shows his heart after he was confronted. Exactly. And that's he was right. always willing or he, he was always he always repented after the fact once he was shown the error. Right. He and didn't was, always recognize it for himself, but once right. the error was shown, he repented and But also and more got so right. yeah, more so it was a true deep heart repentance, whereas <coughs> Do we say, you know, oh Lord, sorry, I sinned, you know, forgive me, you know, but, you know, we don't name the sins, we don't, you know, we don't, it's not truly of our heart, we're not really repentant of it. It's just, okay, I said the words, and if we confess our sins, God's faithful just to forgive us our sins. There, I did my part, God's now going to do his part, but, you know, well, the, did we really do our part? Well, repentance isn't just an acknowledgement of my sin, it's a, it's it's a, turning, a turning from, from my yeah. sin. It's okay. This this offends God. I am I am asking God to forgive me, and I won't do this anymore. Or I want to strive to not do this anymore. Um, it, it's speaking of David. It's interesting at the end of his life, uh, when he's lying in his bed, they bring in a young maiden to lay with him in bed. Right. And, but it, it notes that he did that he refused to touch her. She was only there because he was old and frail. And but. David before that would not have been the case, right? Right. So there was a change in his life, and we, any time as, as Christians, as we, as we grow and mature, there should be some kind of change that takes place. I see that, and and, and there, I still believe, I believe there we have many people that are growing in our church. I, I don't. I'm not trying to say for anybody that's listening that that our church is just dead and and, and dying and. <laughs> And uh, or or that there isn't a church out there that's doing well. I, that um, we can see people growing, and uh, and in fact, I see people. I, I know one person. I won't say I won't say the name because they may listen to this. But that they don't they don't even come to church not because they don't want to be here, um, but for but for some other reasons. Um, and I see the change in that person's life, even though they're not in church. Um, they have a desire to be in the Word. They've, they've asked me to, if, if I would help with the Bible study for them. 
Um, it's uh, it, you think, well, they're not coming to church. They're they're growing more than some people that I know that do come to church. Um, and, uh, and and they're not living a perfect life either. It's but it's they're early in their their Christian faith. Um, so. And as they grow, those things will change. And I, I praise the Lord for that. And that's a work, that is a work of the Holy Spirit. But again, it comes down to how much are we grieving the Spirit and, and, and not letting Him do He would do so much more if, if we were allowed. Well, you, cause you were bringing it, up to, bringing it up to the end of the chapter, mm-hmm. but I'm going to maybe steal your thought before you've said it. <laughs> the, at, uh, at the very end of the chapter, um, verse 42. And daily in the temple, and in, uh, well, hold on, let me back, 41. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple, and to every house, they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. So, they were beaten, and jailed, and ridiculed, and shamed for preaching and teaching the gospel. Mm-hmm. And they ceased not. Mm-hmm. Because back in chapter 4, they prayed for boldness to do just that. And they got the boldness to do it and then some. <laughs> but they weren't willing to quit mm. just because they were having a hard time. And not only were they not willing to quit just because they counted it a blessing. Mm-hmm. We must be doing something right because... That the, these things are happening to us, and we are—they're suffering in Jesus's name. Well, they, it, they're doing it for Jesus. If you remember back in one of the first lessons Jesus taught them in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, he said that you'll that you will be persecuted, and when you're persecuted, count count, count it a blessing, yeah. because they, they learned that lesson well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, more than once. I mean, this was just the beginning. Uh, they didn't really learn. I don't think they really—they they heard it. I don't think they really learned it until after the crucifixion and the resurrection. No, they probably uh, had no idea because what they all he ran was... when he was when he was arrested, and they they, they didn't want persecution then. <laughs> Peter Peter would even say that he knew him, uh, but but uh, they learned, um, and and I think it was because they were empowered by the Holy Spirit. You know, it was, it's it's the Spirit that gives us the strength to stand in the face of that kind of stuff. You didn't steal my thunder. I wasn't getting there quite yet. Well, I tried. <laughs> you tried. It's a, we, we will get to that part, but uh, I'll mention it here in a minute. But uh, if you go up to uh, what uh, Gamaliel is saying as he, as he defends them, uh, first uh, up in 30, we'll go to 30, uh, 29. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom he slew and hanged on a tree. And him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel, forgiveness of sins. Man, they're still they're preaching to the Pharisees, right? Right, right in their face. Right. And and we are his witnesses of these things, and so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. And it says, When they heard that, they were cut to the heart and took counsel to slay him. Slay them. And then stood there up one in the council of Pharisee named Gamaliel. And, so we know who Gamaliel is. He's a he was a well known Pharisee. Uh, he was a, a doctor of the law, uh, a teacher. And, uh, history tells us that he was that he was the one who taught Paul uh, or Saul before he became Paul. Um, his, uh, church history also says that uh, that he later became a Christian. Uh, may have been one of those that's mentioned um, that that uh, that they believed but didn't want to say because of what the other 
you know, Pharisees might think. Um, but anyways, the, what I was getting to was there, it says in verse, verse 35, Men of Israel, take heed to yourselves that what you intend to do is touching these men. For before these days rose up Theodos, or Theodos, or Theodos, or I think it's Theodos, uh, boasting himself to be somebody to whom a number of men, about 400, joined themselves, who was slain. So he says, he goes, do you remember back in the, in the day when, when Thutis, Thutis came into town? And, and he, he was the one who had a great following. Uh, and, and he got that following by boasting about himself. And, and he's, he's saying, remember this? Uh, he, he came along and, and he had that following, but as soon as he was, got, he was dead, he was gone. And it just remi it reminds me of a lot of, sometimes we, we, we count success in church by the number of people that, that follow uh, a, a certain pastor or a certain speaker or a certain, right. and so look at how look at how that's the move of God. Well, no, the, the the definition of the move of God is when that man is gone, the movement continues on, yeah. and 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 he was saying, look, remember that guy because when he died, they all scattered, they were dispersed, they 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 didn't stick around. He mentions another guy. Um, and after this man rose up Judas of Galilee in the days of the taxing and drew away much people after him, uh, he also perished. And also, and even as many as made them were dispersed. And you know, you can you can have a lot of large churches and and followings of, of specific people. And we could name uh, we could name a few. And, then, and there are some false teachers out there that I don't have any mind talking about Joel Olstein and and how the largest church in America, but the guy doesn't open a Bible and doesn't preach the truth. Um, and just he can have his following, but when he's gone, that that church will fold. There's a there's a, a the crystal. Uh, there was a church that made yeah. almost all out of glass. The crystal uh, cathedral, yeah. Cathedral, and and as soon as that pastor died, and that place is in foreclosure because there ain't no, there isn't a church there anymore because they were following the person. Um, and, and what he was saying is, listen, if these guys, if this is, if the, these guys that are here preaching, if, if it's of God, we don't need to do anything. It's just going to peter out when that, when they're gone. Well, it, but he, he was saying more than that. It, it was more than just, it'll peter out. It, he, he did say that, but it was also, you don't want, we don't want to be the ones to martyr these guys and, you know, create more of an uprising then it are, you know, let this go through. And if, if it's of God, we didn't get in the way. Well, actually, I think what it says, if it's of God, we can't stop it. Right. But that's what I'm, they didn't, they didn't want to put the Pharisee, put the Pharisees in the middle of, right. of, uh, of being against God. They didn't like this. They didn't agree with it. And they wanted to murder, murder them. But instead of, Going, going against this and potentially, you know, being being seen as going against God, it would be better to step back and let it peter out if it wasn't. Right, and, and well, and they all they all assumed that it would just end. Absolutely, it, it, it might. The Pharisees didn't stay out of the way very long because in the next chapter they're getting ready to martyr Stephen. So. Right, it's <laughs> so it's a, a he, it's it's good counsel by him. I think I don't. I, I, uh, history tells us that he became a Christian. I don't know if he was a Christian at this point, I, and, right. and I don't know if he ever, if he really was a Christian. I don't know. It's just it's what history history goes on to say. Uh, but um, 
but but for me, it, I, I I read that that, that this is a, this is of God. There's nothing that you can do that we can do to stop it. Um, and as I, as I as I read through the whole chapter, I get the, the whole context of it all. Um, and, and it goes on, just like you said, they were, they were beaten, and they walked out, they were, they were celebrating. They were, and then you, if you follow the apostles all the way to the end, they died for their faith. And, the, and here we are, 2,000 year plus years later, and we're not just talking about history, we're talking about a faith that we all have, a faith that isn't just in Israel, but it's all over. Uh, it's all over the world. Right. Uh, there are places that, that, the, that the gospel isn't. Uh, but it had the uh, itself tells us that, that, that they turned the world upside down. So it's it's reached everywhere at some point in time, um, and, and and it's still going on. Why? Because it was of God, and they couldn't stop it. Absolutely. Um, and but the all, and the only thing that put any danger to stopping the movement of God was the sin of Ananias and Sapphira, or Ananias, is that how you pronounce it? Ananias. Ananias. <laughs> I just teasing you. Uh, and, and I guess for me, it, it, it brings us to that question, are we doing, are, are we or am I, and, and, or are we as a church or as individual, individual Christians, are we doing anything to limit what God would do? Are you limiting the Holy Ghost? Are you... Um, are you getting in the way of the movement of God, um, either intentionally or on accident? Right. And then are you, you know... It, it, there's a, a couple of different ways it could happen. Um, look, as far as this chapter is concerned, it could be sin in, in my life or sin in any number like that. It limits God. Go back to Acts, uh, my Acts, uh, Psalms chapter seven, 78, I think it is. And the whole chapter is about the nation of Israel and how they limited the Holy One of Israel. And actually, it actually says in the chapter uh, that uh, that He would have done so much more for them, but He couldn't because 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 of their sin. And uh, and it makes me just stop and wonder how much how much are we living? We mentioned Joshua and 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 uh, Achan and in the, the battle of the city of Ai. If Joshua didn't go to God before the battle. Um, just fresh off his victory, he didn't, maybe he didn't think he needed to, uh, but somebody sinned, and that caused loss, a, a loss of a battle and loss of life, and it, it cost Israel something. Um, they were able to fix it. They took care of it, according to they the They excised their... Uh... They, they, they certainly did. God told them, let them right to the, the source of the problem, because they asked him about it. And I guess that for us, that, that, that does the same thing. The Holy Spirit revealed, to, revealed it to Peter, uh, what was going on, and and Peter didn't have him stoned, didn't have to. The Holy Spirit took care of it, but Peter did confront them in the sin. Yes, and so so we need to look at ourselves and say, okay, Lord, show me what's going on. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will show us if we right. really want to know. And yeah. and I think part of the time, part of the problem is people don't really want to know. Uh, they they'd rather be ignorant of it because then we don't have to worry about it. Um, but then there's like you said, I might have to change my life. Might have to change, change my life, doing, yeah. but that's my favorite show. I know it's got some, it's, it, it does this or this or it's got this this in it. But I, God's offended. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's uh, there's uh, there's so much out there. The world is everywhere, and and we're we're immersed in it so much. I think. Because we're in the world, and we're, we're supposed to be right in the world, but not of the world. Uh, so we're supposed to be in the world, but we're we're in it, 
And man, it has an effect on us. Our culture right. has an effect on us. And, and we, we begin to accept things that God never found acceptable, but our society does. And so, we're like, well, you know, it's, and, and not that we, and, and I'm not even talking about the stuff that, that's just newly accepted. It's, it's, you look at where the church was, and, or the world was back in the 1950s, man, that seems like, you know. It's a whole different world. It's a whole different yeah. world. But even that, you had preachers that were the same thing. They were preaching against sin. That it's just it's continued on. Nothing's changed. It's it's just a march towards a march away from God and, and God's standards. And uh, and we look back at what you know. You try to tell some people that leave their Christians and say, "Well, this is what you know what God's worship." Well, that can't, that's just ridiculous. No, it's the word of God. God doesn't change. Uh, but then also you look at you look at. Uh, at the Gamaliel and, and the things that they were doing, sometimes we can we can limit the word of God because we're envious. Not not the word limit the work of God because we're envious. That's what the Pharisees were doing. Right. Yeah. They they were envious of the of the of the work of God and how how the spirit was moving and people were getting saved and so, suddenly the the temple. They the were Solomon's porch of the temple was they full were, of Christians, and they're like, what's going on here? They were envious of the power that these and, and, upstart and, and, and group of people, and, and, and not even the, the spiritual power. No, just right, the, it was just absolutely. Just the, the power over the people. The, the right, power yeah. of the people, the power of the wealth. Yep. You know, I, I mean, how many lands did they lose in these, these sales that they possibly would have gotten, you know, Tithe, you know, tithing on or, or taxes on yeah. or and and how you know how many people instead of going to the temple were were laying their their family members in the street hoping just for the shadow of peter to walk by well the shadow didn't walk by without peter but you know what i mean yeah. um <laughs> the shadow to fall upon them uh that they might be healed and and, and they were they were envious that's why they attacked him it wasn't uh it wasn't because they they were the that they were against the message so much, although they were, um, but they they were envious of of what was taking place. And how many times are we envious of the work of God? We see we see God working in this church over there. I'll I'll be honest. I've Facebook is can be a blessing and a curse. And yeah. I and I'm not. And I, let me let me preface this by I I never I, if if God is working and people are getting saved, praise the Lord. Um, but it can be discouraging when you know I can preach a message here, and man, nothing happens. And then the very next week or two weeks later, we have a speaker come in, and he can preach almost word for word what I said, and you the know the altar is full. I'm like, what happened? And <laughs> and I've heard I've had evangelists explain it to me, saying sometimes people need to hear something a couple times before that. And I understand that. It's or, different phrasing. And it, 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 it can it can be phrasing, but but it's but honestly, it's if it's truly a move of the spirit, it has nothing to do with the phrasing. It, Paul Paul said it in, in First Thessalonians that he didn't come and. He didn't come and uh, uh, they, they went to the church of Thessalonica and it wasn't in their words, but it was in the power. And that power comes from the Holy Spirit. And it's like, okay, so am I not filled with the... And, and then, okay, Lord, am I praying enough? Am I, re you know, am I studying enough? Am I reading my Bible enough? Lord, is there something in my life? Again, it comes back to, 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 to me and, and honestly, I'm, I'm just pray, praying that God will... Uh, and, and again, I'm not that... 
not that I don't believe that the Spirit of God is working or, or blessing or, or even use me, praise the Lord, that girl got saved a couple weeks ago. Um, just, I guess for me, I'm in a constant, I have a constant desire to, to, to not to do better, be more successful, but to be more we, useful to the well, Lord. But we, I guess, and, I guess, and, and, we, it, it, and I, I, I can't sit here and point out a verse to, to, I, to sit here, but if you were constant, if, and the, I mean, this goes for not just a pastor of a church that, I mean, this goes for each individual Christian. If you were constantly addressing and, and look, looking within yourself and asking the Holy ghost, asking God, am I doing this for the right reasons? Am I, it, do I want this for the right reasons? Am I, am I preaching and teaching and and doing, am I following God's will? Right. If you're constantly reassessing and making sure that you're doing those things, you're probably in God's will and you're probably doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. And I, and I also understand, I agree with you. Um, I also at times, and then say, okay, Lord, then... Why aren't you know? Why aren't we seeing more people saved? Why aren't we seeing more people get baptized? Why aren't we? And then, but again, that just just be a battle in my own mind. And then, and then I get on Facebook on Sunday afternoon, and I see, you know, we baptized, you know, we busted these four people from Augusta, and they got saved. And praise the Lord, like, that's my town. What are you doing? Get out of my No, no, God, they got saved. And, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, for for a split second, the, the, my flesh, right, and, oh, yeah. and my flesh was like, ah. But but in the end, I I I'm not upset about somebody bus coming in. To, I, we have eighteen thousand people in the city. We don't have room for them all here. Man, I certainly wish. We only have room for fifty. That's right. <laughs> we have room for fifty until the mandate's over. And uh, uh, but uh, but uh, you know. I just want to see God work, and and yeah. and uh, and so I don't want envy to, but envy can, and that's getting back to the mm -hmm. point. Envy can limit what God can do because if I'm envious about what everybody else is doing, well, that's sin, and that's just gonna that's gonna limit it. And I and honestly, I don't want to stop God working there. I just want God to work here too. <laughs> and and in the end, what you see is they couldn't stop the work of God. They couldn't do it. The, the Pharisees couldn't, and the work of God went on. And they continued to, to serve God and bless God. In the next chapter, they had problems in the church, but they dealt with it, and the church continued to grow. And it's just, I, if God is at work, there's nothing that, that the world can do to stop it. But there's certainly something that we can do to stop it. And I guess that, for me, that's what I got out of the chapter, was, you know, people, Satan tried to stop the, stop the church from outside the church through persecution. Um, but it, you look anywhere in history uh, at the persecution of the church, it also does is make the church stronger and make it make it grow. Uh, we don't really have any persecution. Maybe that's part of our problem. Um, not that I'm looking for persecution, Lord. I'm not asking <laughs> to be shut down. Or, uh, but uh, but uh, I, I honestly think it would help the church to grow. It would certainly take care of, of uh, making sure that we're all committed. Um, because right. if you're not committed, you're not gonna, you're not gonna keep coming if it's gonna get you, get you in trouble. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just don't wanna. I don't wanna stop the work of God. I just wanna be part of the work, 
part of his work and be used of him. Yeah, so, yeah. anybody else got thoughts? I talk too much. <laughs> I well, we weren't, we weren't going to share that thought. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought Dan had a thought over there. He was thumbing through, but. Well, anyway, it, you know, later on in the New Testament, it just talks about, you know, the latter days and, mm. you know, the falling away and all that. And, you know, like you say, you're, at the time, you're, you know, we live in this world, but we, we've let this world take over too much in our lives. And, you know, I look, I'm not that old yet, but I, I, look, I look at the preaching and the teaching that I sat under when I was growing up compared to how Christians are living nowadays and it's like you know black and white day and night you know it, it's changed it's gone downhill and yeah. I forget what it was heard it a long time ago but it's like the church is following the world just X number of years or one generation later or whatever so yeah. whatever you see in the world it's going to be in the church just yeah and, and, and just wait for it it's coming <laughs> absolutely and and whatever uh, parents uh, tolerate and their, their kids will embrace like yeah. it, because it's well the, the parents didn't feel right about it but they went ahead and let it go on their kids will just embrace it as that's the way that that's okay right um, yeah I've got four kids I can see that I, I'm trying to be very careful of not tolerating anything which makes things hard <laughs> so we can go back to Anias and Sapphira. So, Ananias and, 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 and Sapphira. It's okay, it's okay Proby. <laughs> if, if, we, if we go back to Ananias and Sapphira, you know, that right there, you know, that's... That was... That was there was no there, toleration. There was no toleration. It, it wasn't going to be tolerated because, you know... It would have hindered the it, work it of It would have ruined the start of something... Yeah, and, and it would have at least limited what God right. did there. Yeah, and not that God would. God had his pl God had a plan on what He was doing. He was. Remember, He told that He told them to to stay in Jerusalem, and then once the Holy Spirit came, they were to go and tell the whole world. Right. Well, they stayed in Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit came, and they stayed in Jerusalem. Um, they didn't leave Jerusalem until uh, chapter is it chapter nine, chapter eight or nine, after Stephen's been martyred uh, and Saul is persecuting the church, and then they scatter, right? So, what God God's desire had not taken place yet. If it, if it had been hindered and slowed down there, then who knows how long, if if ever, it, you know, it would have left. So, so it got dealt with. Maybe. Maybe we, as God shows us things, just need to deal with them so that we're not hindering the work of God in our lives. And with that last comment from Pastor Rob, we wrap up this session of A Closer Walk. We hope this has been an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ. If you have any questions about what we've discussed, or would like to know more about how you can have a closer walk with Christ, we would love to hear from you. You can find us online at fellowshipbaptist-me.org or call us at 207-622-4817.